0: 23 Tamos, Chaf Gimel Tamos, Tzaddik, His Conversations, 455 These days, there are certain well-known leaders who lack genuine credentials, but who sometimes think that they themselves have succeeded in working miracles. People come to them, asking for children, etc. And if later on the people in question are granted children and their request is fulfilled, these leaders take all the credit. The Rebbe told a parable about this concerning a man who was traveling along a road when suddenly he came upon a wolf. He was very frightened and held out his stick as if he were aiming a rifle. He pretended he was about to fire on the wolf in order to frighten it away. At the same time, someone who really did have a rifle fired it and killed the wolf. The man who held out the stick thought he himself had killed the wolf. He was not aware that the wolf had been killed by the man with the real rifle, Because obviously it is impossible to kill a wolf with a stick. The case of these popular leaders is exactly parallel. In each generation there are certain genuine Sadikim who accomplish everything with their prayers. All the changes in men's fortunes, indeed everything in the world, comes about at their hands. But these popular leaders believe that they are the ones who accomplish the miracles. They are like the man who said he killed the wolf with his stick. The truth is that everything is in the hands of the genuine tzaddikim. 456. 5569. 1809. The three weeks. The Rebbe's daughter Miriam had left for the Holy Land. The Rebbe recounted a dream he had in which he asked someone who had come if they had heard any news. The answer was that Michal is on her way to the Holy Land. The Rebbe said, This is news? I already know this. The one in the dream started blessing the Rebbe's daughter that she should have a peaceful passage at sea and reach the Holy Land in peace. He gave her many blessings and told the Rebbe that the news he had given also had connotations of blessings because Michal consisted of the opening words of the verse Ki malachav yitzav for he will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Psalms 91.11 Rebbe Nachman's wisdom His wisdom 2.11. Some of the Rebbe's enemies spread a rumor that all his teachings were handed down to him by his grandfather, Rabbi Nachman Haridenker. The Rebbe thought that this was ludicrous. He made a joke of the absurdity of this rumor, saying, My grandfather must surely have been good to me to have left me lessons befitting each occasion, no matter what happens. They all fit what people need to hear, whether on Shabbat Chanukah or Shabbat Nachamu or whatever other time I speak. I'm able to take the lesson and include in it everyone's present needs, both spiritually and materially, as well as current events. We ourselves could see that the Rebbe's lessons contained what each of the listeners needed to hear. It was perfectly obvious and happened many times. His lessons had everything that we needed for both body and soul. Each lesson wove all this in with our present needs and with everything else that was happening in the world. This is aside from the wondrously unique way in which each lesson came about. Anyone with even a little intelligence could see that it was the living word of God revealed to the Rebbe from on high. It obviously came from the highest possible source and stood on an awesome holy plateau, for these lessons contained absolutely new concepts never before revealed to the world. How could one even consider the ridiculous idea that these lessons originated with the Rebbe's grandfather, Rabbi Nachman Horodenker? How could he have bequeathed so many stories, lessons, and discussions, as well as all the advice the Rebbe constantly gave us? And why did these lessons reach the Rebbe alone? Why is it that no one else heard of his grandfather's original teachings? Who is such a fool as to believe such absurdity? The Rebbe also said that those who knew Rabbi Nachman Harudanker knew that his grandfather was not capable of revealing such lessons. Although his grandfather was an extraordinary holy tzaddik, he was not an outstanding, innovative scholar. See his wisdom, number 76. He would certainly not be capable of originating the unique ideas contained in the Rebbe's teachings. A very old man from Slefkowitz, who knew Rabbi Nachman Hardenker personally, once came here and visited the Rebbe. The Rebbe said, It is rumored that my teachings originated with my grandfather, Rabbi Nachman. If my grandfather himself would hear my teachings, he would also consider them uniquely original. The Aleph Bet Book. A Righteous Person. A. 194. There are times when the tzaddik will contract leprosy because he has recently gotten some person to repent. 195. Whoever says of the tzaddik that he is wicked, and of a wicked person that he is a tzaddik, will fall ill. Through this he also causes an eclipse of the sun and of the moon. 196. Binding oneself to the tzaddik is a great healing. 197. It is very difficult for a person to achieve the assistance he needs when there is a tzaddik in his city and he does not ask the tzaddik to pray for him. 198. It sometimes happens that although a person is very close to the tzaddik, he doesn't feel any fear of God. He should know that were he not close to the tzaddik, he would not even deserve to be alive. 199. There are times when the tzaddik is too embarrassed to ask God to relieve his suffering. What does God do? He brings similar suffering upon a wicked person, so that he comes to the tzaddik and asks the tzaddik to pray for him. In this way, the tzaddik, too, is relieved of his suffering. Kitzr Likutei moharan 2, Lesson number 1, 14 However, there are three negative characteristics that inhibit a person's ability to pray. The first is do not despise any person. Avot four, three. That is, a person should never put down another person, even in his thoughts. And when someone is not careful about this, his prayer is blemished. The second characteristic is damaged faith, whereby a person has imperfect, incomplete faith, which is associated with idolatry. The third characteristic is sexual blemish. When a person merits to break free of these three negative characteristics, he thereupon attains perfect prayer. Then he does not require any medicine at all because he can be healed by whatever he eats, even by bread and water. This is the deeper meaning of what is said about Hezekiah, that he joined redemption to prayer, for he redeemed prayer from its exile and consequently he hid the Book of Remedies. Brachot 10b. 15. When a person merits to redeem prayer from its exile, which is the concept of joining redemption to prayer, this constitutes a glimmering of the light of Mashiach. Copiers note, this will allow you to understand the root of what is written in Likutei 2, number 102, that the deeper meaning of the story of Boaz and Ruth is intimately connected with the concept of joining redemption to prayer. See that lesson. For what transpired with Boaz and Ruth was a glimmering of the light of Mashiach, as is known. 16. When a person merits perfect prayer through all of the rectifications, namely, through the holiness of the three festivals which rectify the three evil cravings for wealth, sexual pleasure, and food, whereupon a person merits fear of God to draw the influx of prophetic inspiration and perfected prayer and healing, and when he also eliminates the three negative characteristics that inhibit the ability to pray, then the entire host of heaven All the stars and constellations and all the supernal angels are subordinated to him. Then this person finds favor with all, and all things are his debtors, since they all borrow and receive their power from him, and he is the great creditor. Accordingly, he will then be able to recognize those leaders whose dominion is entirely through brazenness. This is because their brazenness will fall in his presence, since a person does not not act haughtily in front of his own creditor, three Then he will know the true leaders under whom all Jewish souls are grouped, and through this he will be able to attach himself to them, and he will automatically be attached to all the souls of the Jewish people. He will thereby escape the jealousy of the angels, and his dominion over them will endure. Rabbi Nachman's stories The Seven Beggars, The Fifth Day. They probed and discovered that such a tree exists. They wanted to go to the tree, since near it there is a wonderful delight that is beyond all imagination. All birds and animals are there, and none harms the other. They all live in harmony and frolic together, so it must be an extraordinary delight to be near that tree. They then probed to discover which direction they must travel to reach the tree. A dispute arose regarding this, and none of them could come to a conclusion. Some said that they should head east, while others said that it was to the west. One determined that the tree must be in one place, while another said that it was elsewhere. Thus they could not decide which way to go to come to the tree. Then a wise man came and said to them, Why are you trying to discover in which direction the tree lies? Instead, try to find out who will be able to approach the tree. Not everyone can come near it. In order to do so, one must have all the attributes of the tree." The tree has three roots. The first root is faith, the second, reverence, and the third, humility. The trunk of the tree is truth, and it is from there that its branches come forth. It is impossible to go to the tree unless one has these attributes. Reb Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 186. With thanks to God, Sunday, the 3rd of Sivan, 5595. My dear beloved son, you have already heard about the great and wondrous act of salvation that God has done for us. You will hear more from the carrier of this letter, our friend Robsender. May his light shine. At present, I have nothing new to say. And besides, it is right before prayers. May God help me so that when you arrive safely tomorrow, God willing, I will merit to joyfully tell you about God's salvation. May we merit to see God's salvation more and more. And may the truth be revealed in the world. The words of your Father, giving thanks for the past and petitioning for the future. As God has begun to show His loving kindness, may He likewise finish well for us, quickly, in every way, and in every place that our truly pious and God-fearing comrades, may they live, are located, especially in Uman. Our enemies will see and be ashamed. We will rejoice in God and sing praises to the Holy One of Israel, Nassan of Breslov. Letter number 187. With thanks to God, Sunday, Torah reading, Shalach 5595. My dear beloved son, I received your letter with the two gold pieces. May God have compassion and quickly send the complete recovery to your daughter. May she live. May she soon regain her full strength. The deliverer of this letter will tell you what has happened here. It is certainly all for the best. As regards the persecution harassment, and beatings that they have perpetrated against every single one of you in Tilchin. You can understand for yourselves how to conduct yourselves and assert yourselves in their presence. Do not be ashamed or look down on yourselves. Do not be afraid or daunted before them. God is with us to save us. Do not fear them. The deliverer of this letter will tell you everything. I have absolutely no time to go on. Stand up and look at the salvation of God. For just as He has begun to save us, we hope that with the great power of the Elder of Holiness, he will also qu- finish quickly and grant us complete salvation. Our enemies will see and be ashamed. The words of your father waiting for salvation. nusson of Breslov. Reb Nussen's letters, year 2. Letter number 444. With thanks to God. Wednesday, Vayeshev 5604. Breslov. To my friend whom I love as myself, the illustrious Reb Ephraim may his light shine and to all our comrades, greetings and abundant salvation. Since the bearer of this letter, our friend, may his light shine, became available, I could not restrain myself from sending you greetings. This is despite the fact that I recently sent you a letter through the post, along with a letter from your honored brother-in-law, may his light shine, and five new rubles. I have nothing new to tell you at the moment. You will, I am sure, work for my benefit, as is fitting. The days of Hanukkah are approaching, And I just now wrote a letter to our friend, Reb Abala, may his light shine, and to our comrades. I reminded them about a few of the amazing, awesome teachings that we heard about Hanukkah. Ashrayinu, how happy are we? There is not time now to repeat them, though. If you're in Shireen, ask him to show you my letter. My whole desire and orientation right now, in connection with Holy Hanukkah, is how to attain joy. In his amazing kindness, God has already helped me to develop many new teachings on the subject. May we just merit to fulfill this and to always be happy, as the Rebbe so fortified us in so many ways, and with so much deep, wondrous and awesome advice. Let us be happy and rejoice in his salvation. The words of your true eternal friend, Nassim of Brestov. I am extremely hurried, and it is impossible to elaborate and to discuss this at length as I would have liked. Shemot Hatsadikim Ela Rushay Hamadina Asher Yashvu Birushalayim Ataya ben Uziah, Ben Zachariah, Ben Amariah, Ben Shephatiah, Ben Mahalalel, Ben Eparats Maasea ben Baruch, Ben Kolhose Ben Hazaya, Ben Adaya, Ben Yo Yariv, Ben Zachariah, Ben Hashiloni Salu ben Meshulam, Ben Yoed, Ben Pedaya Ben Kolaya, Ben Maasea, Ben Itiel, Ben Yeshaya Gabi, Salai Yoel ben Zichri Yehuda ben Hasanua. Yadaya ben yoyariv, yachin, saraya ben Chilkiah ben meshulam ben sadok ben Meraiot, ben achituv, adaya ben yurocham ben pelaila ben amzi ben Zachariah ben paschur ben malkiya, amshasai ben azarel ben achzai ben mishilemot ben imer, zavdiel ben hagdolim, shemaya ben chashuv ben azrikam ben chashavia ben buni, shabtai yozavad, matania ben micha ben zavdi ben asaf. Vakbukya, Avda ben Shamua ben Galal ben Yedutun, Akuv, Talmon, Tzicha, Gishva, Uzi ben Bani ben Chashavia ben Matanya ben Micha, Petachia ben Meshezabel. Reb Nussan's Prayers 2, Prayer number 22 on the Kutemahoran two twenty-five. 25. Open my mind's eye and my consciousness to the path of truth and true wholeheartedness. So that I will clearly know the true and proper way to create lovely and true prayers out of Torah teachings, in accordance with your will and in accordance with the will of those who fear you, the true tzaddikim, who reveal these Torah insights to the world. May I do so in such a way that great delight will rise to you, and you will arouse your compassion completely and truly bring me back to you. Help me so that I will intuit the holy intention of the true tzaddikim in everything that I learn in their holy books. May I construct lovely and holy prayers regarding all of the matters that their holy words talk about or merely hint at. May I understand them quickly. May I pour forth my conversation to you using all of the teachings that the true tzaddikim revealed to the world. May I truly go on the path of serving you with all of the words of their teachings, walking upon the way of holiness in accordance with the insights of each teaching for a period of time. May I implore, beg, pray and speak to you during all that time to attain the way of divine service discussed in that teaching and to truly perform everything mentioned in it. May all of my service of you during that time be in accordance with that teaching. Afterward, may I proceed for a certain amount of time with another teaching until I proceed in this way with all of the Torah insights that these tzaddikim revealed to the world. May I truly be attuned to their intent and implement these teachings fully although I am extremely far from this at present. In your eyes, nothing is far, because nothing is beyond you. You can do everything. No purpose can be withheld from you. You bring about new things at every moment that were never before accomplished. Teach me what to say. Help me. Save me. At present, I have no strength to do anything but stretch my hands out to your compassion, and that, too, I do not truly deserve. However, from my distance, I hope for and constantly look toward your true, complete salvation. Treat me in a way that is good in your eyes. I do not know anything, how to speak, what to say, or how I will attain everything that I have asked of you. I do not know how I will find the true point that touches upon my heart at every moment, such that I will constantly conduct myself in accordance with your good will. I do not know how to recite true prayers and lovely conversations before you, or how to truly connect myself to the true point that touches upon my heart at each moment, such that I may return to you and truly be in accordance with your goodwill always. Strong and firm, unique one, primal one, strengthen me and fortify me in prayer and conversation before you always. My God, open my lips, and my mouth will speak your praise. Hashem, Please accept the offerings of my mouth and teach me your judgments. I will hope in you, God. I will pray before your countenance and ask you to help me speak to you clearly. As part of the congregation of the nation, I will sing of your might, praying on my behalf and on behalf of your purposes. A man prepares his heart and then Hashem provides the smoothness of his tongue. Teach me what to say. Help me understand what to ask for. Tell me how to please you, Teach me in truth the ways of it Bodhidut and conversation with you, Master of Compassion. May I pray to you in my own words so that I will always converse with you as a man speaks to his friend. Teach me how to conquer you so that you will turn your face back to us and help us truly return to you in complete repentance. You have revealed to us that you want us to conquer you. As our sages said, sing to the one who rejoices when he is conquered. Arouse your compassion for us, your children. Send holy words that are drawn from the ten types of melody to me and to all those who desire, yearn, and strive to express their conversation before you. With these ten types of melody, King David composed the book of Psalms, which is based on the words of his holy conversations that he poured forth to you at every moment. You know that we do not know of any of the ten types of melody, but we are assured of the power and merit of King David." and we are assured of the power of all of the tzaddikim who arranged songs, praises, prayers, and conversations before you until they attained all ten types of melody with the ultimate perfection. I, as well as all those who wish to express their conversations before you, rely on their power alone in the hope that we too will speak holy, true words drawn from the ten types of melody in accordance with your will. We wish to pray a great deal, and always express all of our conversation before you at every moment, truthfully and wholeheartedly, so that we will conquer you at every moment. Begin redeeming us, and quickly bring us to a complete redemption that is not followed by exile, a redemption of soul, body, and money, overall and in every detail. May we turn away from evil entirely, and always do what is good in your eyes. May we truly set firmly in your holiness and always rise from level to level with great holiness in accordance with your goodwill. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my Redeemer.